delighted to say that joining us now, our man in the Bay Area, Larry Kruger. Larry, have you managed to catch your breath yet? <laughs> it was a wild finish, wasn't it, Will? Oh, just... <laughs> I, I have... A lot of, as you can imagine, particularly with it being the, the, the kind of fantasy Super Bowl weekend, there's a lot of WhatsApp groups. They're all very active, a lot of chat chains, a lot of like conversations going on. And between my actual Niners fans ones and all of my other friends ones, I think I must have in the last 20 minutes received more messages than I did at midnight on New Year's Eve by a country mile. Far more popular when the 49ers go to <laughs> overtime. Well, it was a tremendous game to watch. I'll say that. Christian McCaffrey, I think, led the way. 192 yards and a touchdown. Uh, they got McCaffrey, you know, 25 touches on the day. Brock Purdy did not throw that interception late. Um, and, um, and you know, the 49ers did a good enough job against Josh Jacobs, who's been a fantastic player this year. They held him, you know, under 70 yards, which is, you know, still their high watermark. Devontae Adams, was that a catch at the end? It was ruled a catch. I don't know if we ever got the proper angle on that. It seemed like he cupped it against the ground. But Adams was fantastic. And I'll, I'll say this. I was wrong about Jarrett Stidham. I thought the 49ers would sack him constantly. I thought of him as an immobile quarterback, but man, he showed mobility. He showed decisiveness. Um, The Niners wound up with no sacks of Stidham. And uh, to me, that was the the biggest surprise, really, is that the the 49er defense did not get home against the Raider uh, defensive line. Yeah, and just all in, offensive line. I yeah, offensive say. line. Yeah, and, and absolutely, that's maybe the the kind of the positive to take away is nine wins in a row. And I actually thought Brock Purdy, prior to being a little lucky with that late throw that Ayuk catches to to set up the Robbie Gould missed field goal, but actually that drive overall. Let's go positives first to get it down into field goal range inside the two minute warning. Running the drill, I thought was excellent. So, I mean, Brock, I think played really really well the i mean the the raiders don't have a defense but this is still a tough place to play um and he's just found a way to dig deep and and to make plays he went consistently to iuke there at the end i thought there were you know the two of the best players on the niners are george kittle and fred warner and even though you know kittle scored a touchdown he had a couple of big drops he only caught half the balls that were thrown to him and then fred warner led the niners into 12 but he had had just two of the worst penalties I've seen in a long time. Penalties that that caused, you know, one of them caused a direct touchdown. So um, very surprising, but they wasn't their best effort, but uh, they found a way to get it done. So when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, you know, McCaffrey has a good game. Kittle, particularly a very good first half. Purdy, I think, overcame some wobbles earlier in the game. So how concerned should we be about the defense giving up 34 points heading into a, a, a playoff run? Well, I, I think somewhat concerned just from the standpoint of, um, you know, the coverage down the field. You're going to seem to try to pick on uh, Diamador Lenore. And I think we saw a little bit of that in this game. So I mean, it, it, the the 49ers defense is 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 predicated on a lot of rush up front. And when they don't get home, or when the quarterback will get rid of the ball, you know, at the top of his drop in good time. But you know, Charvarius Ward had a terrible PI, and there were times where Lenore was out of place. So. Or at you know not in great position to make the play on the ball. So I, I, you know, that is the weakness for the 49ers going forward. Is you know they would love to have another number one corner, but they don't. So they're gonna have to get by with what they have. 
I, uh, I have to say, I, um, I loved seeing Drake Jackson getting the pick. Uh, you know, he's a guy that we know you guys are a big fan of, a good locker room guy. We've had some nice conversations with him as well, down from our end. And, and yeah, him getting that big play and seeing his reaction to it was a, a lovely thing to see. <laughs> he's a great kid with a huge personality. And it's, you know, I, I saw him walking in the locker room this week. I went to give him a fist, pa- fist pound. And he's like, no, bro, we got we to gotta come in for the bro hug. So now <laughs> I went in for the bro hug. Now, but Drake is Drake is a character. He's got a world of talent. He was inactive last week, and that's because they just wanted to have an extra defensive tackle against the Red against the Commanders inside run game. And now, um, you know, Jackson was back activated this week, and it was great to see. It was a play that was caused by Kerry Hyder. Right, Hyder is a has an unbelievable motor, one of the real cerebral uh, defensive ends, veteran hybrid tackle and. End. And uh, Coach Eric loves him because he's he's got a great motor and a great mind, and he absolutely got himself. He didn't beat his man off the initial initial snap, but then he positioned himself right in front of the quarterback, got his arm up, hit that ball into the air, and enabled Jackson to come away with it. Between the, the that ball that hung in the air and then the late you know tipped pass at the end of the game that IU caught, and those two passes right there, those two balls just hanging in the air. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of fortune was sometimes a team that reaches greatness gets a yeah. little bit of fortune go their way, and you know, I, I can I can accept that. That's fine. Um, we did see uh, Drake Greenlaw go down with a back injury, managed to walk off under his own steam. Similarly, Aaron Banks went down with a lower leg injury, walks off under his own steam. We'll wait to hear from Kyle Shanahan what the update is on those two, but. Yeah, potentially two very key players to the 49ers going into January. Yeah, it didn't look like they're going to lose those guys for extended periods. That's the good news. Greenlaws Green Laws looked the worst because Warner got thrown into his leg and it seemed like he was having all kinds of issues with his back and hip and he was trying to stretch out on the sidelines and doing some jogging up and down the sidelines. So, you know, in the one thing about the 49ers is a very deep at linebacker for sure. So, I mean, maybe they could absorb that, but Greenlaw is an outstanding player. It may cause Shanahan to sit those guys in Week 18, you know, against the Cardinals to try to rest them up for the playoffs. But at the same time, as you well know, the Eagles lost to the Saints today, and if they lose to the G-Men next weekend, the 49ers game against the Cardinals is for home field advantage in the NFC throughout the, the entirety of the playoffs. So it's a big game if the, uh, if the Eagles wind up losing again next week to the Giants. That was my big question to you. I know that we've got a week yet and I know that we're yet to find out where it's scheduled. I suspect with the Cardinals out of it, it'll just be in the normal nine o'clock window here in the UK. But if you're approaching this game as Kyle Shanahan, do you go out there and say, yeah, there's a chance of seeding, there's a chance of a buy, or, or do you really think about protecting guys? Well, it's just not their way to protect guys. I mean, they, they're a firm believer that if you take your game with aggression to your opponent, that your odds of getting hurt are not as great as theirs, right? So that's their kind of mindset. Um, of course, you know and I know that it's, if, you know, if you bang bodies – uh, there's no question. There's always a chance for, for injury, and those injuries can come at any minute to any part of your football team. I would think the key guys would be Jimmy Ward, Charvarius Ward, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Bosa, you know, and and, and maybe, uh, you know, like a Debo, 
Um, but I, I, you know, I'm not even sure if Debo's status for next week. I know he's back at practice this week. There's a lot of talk that he was going to make a debut next week. Maybe he wants to shake off a little rust. Um, but I think they, in an ideal world, they get a nice first half lead against the Cardinals and and uh, have an ability to take Bosa and some of their key players off the field. They just have to make sure that Bosa and the war and Jimmy and Charvarius and McCaffrey are all near 100 percent come playoff time. Last one is on Nick Bosa. We talked about him being a a defensive player of the year, making performance last week. I mean, every week has been that. But specifically, the play at the end of the game where he takes a 325-pound man, a 6-foot-9 man, a 23-stone man, and basically forklifts him back into his quarterback. His strength is just beyond compare, and he's been sensational this year. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you you you've said that perfectly. I mean, he bull his bull rush. He's got strength that belies, you know, his size. I mean, he really has defensive tackle like strength. He can bull rush with the best. You're right. He took that guy, lifted him up, put him on roller skates, and just waltzed him right into the quarterback and caused that entire and caused that entire play. And so, you know, Bosa. He's got a motor, he's got moves, everything's tied together, he's a crazy athlete, he's great against the run. I mean, they're, they're, he, it's an amazing thing. I mean, he's got the most moves in the league, he's got the greatest bull rush in the league. I mean, he deserves that Defensive Player of the Year for sure. We really appreciate you taking the time out to join us, as always. Uh, we'll catch up, I'm sure, during the week on the uh, f- um, uh, on the Tales from the Bay podcast with Gridiron. We'll hear on TalkSport your work in the locker room and then Week 18, the Cardinals, maybe for the one seed, for the two seed, to see who they're playing in the playoffs. It's an exciting week coming up, so we appreciate your time. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks, Will.